Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Hey, it's Christmas week! You'd never know that if you watched Raw last night or the TLC show on Sunday. Let's see what happened on the holiday editions of TLC and Monday Night Raw. Well, we killed some bloke. We burnt him to a crisp. That was on TLC Sunday, main event. Then on Monday Night Raw, they literally opened the show telling us it is a holiday edition of the show. At which point, heel victory. Heel victory, heel victory, heel victory, heel victory. Five straight heel victories. It took two hours and 22 minutes for a babyface to finally win a match on Raw Monday. And then, as if they had not irritated me enough, we go from that babyface win to a street fight where six dudes politely stood on the apron and waited for tags in the main event. It was Raw, everybody. We're going to talk about it here today on the show. We've also got, of course, sad news. The death of Kevin Green passed away Monday at the age of 58. We can talk about his WCW career. SmackDown ratings from Friday night, actually way better than they've been ever on FS1. We'll tell you about that. And, of course, how compared to AEW. we got Linus for SmackDown, AEW, NXT, and so much more. If you'd like to give us a call here today... 844-913-2727. Don't call now. That'll be later. Text message is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. At Brian Alvarez on Twitter. Of course, we want to all send out condolences here to Dave Meltzer, whose mother passed away yesterday, Marilyn. There's a great article up on the front page of WrestlingObserver.com that Dave wrote about her. Really, really nice lady. His father, super nice guy as well. I met both of them a couple of times. Very, very sad news, but uh, it'd be great if everybody could send some nice wishes to Dave. And we will be back in just a moment to kick off this show, Wrestling Observer Live. Ready for a 
an oil change? The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts have everything you need and will recommend the best options for your car, like five quarts of Castrol GTX conventional motor oil and a microguard filter, just $27.99. Plus, earn double O rewards points and get a $10 gift card after mail-in rebate. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. 800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. The number one gift in this stressful year, relaxation. From Homedics, now at up to 30% off. Soothing stress for over 35 years, Homedics is the top home massage products brand with gifts for every aching muscle on your list. With select items up to 30% off and free shipping on orders over $50, holiday supplies won't last. Shop now at H-O-M-E-D-I-C-S dot com. The perfectly relaxing, perfectly giftable gift is at Homedics.com and major retailers everywhere. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. I know that Mike's favorite thing every week is to come on here and and talk about Monday Night Raw. And man, what a Raw we have to talk about here today. And Mike, your room looks good, but you shaved, finally. Yes, I decided to shave for the show this week, but uh, live in studio and ready to go. And yeah, that was a raw. It was was a lot of hard going with not a lot of uh, babyface rewards, if you will. Not a lot of... Oh, wait a second. You're not Mike. Nope. You're Lance. Last time I checked. What the heck are you doing at this guy's house? 
Well, I figured if I'm going to replace Mike Sempervivi, I should do it in Mike Sempervivi's studio. So here I am, live from uh, Baltimore. Holy and, smokes. Yeah, but it uh, doesn't uh, change the fact that uh, it appears that as uh, WB fans, we were on the naughty list this year and didn't get a lot of presence on this Raw. Holy smokes. You know, Lance, I was talking on... It's, this actually all began on Sunday when I tried to book the TLC pay-per-view. And I thought, well, you know, holiday edition, we got in with happy endings, so I had this whole idea for Drew and Miz and the cash-in, and the fans go home happy at the end of the show. And they actually did that, but they did it in the opener. <laughs> yes. So then I'm thinking, well, how do you end the holiday edition of TLC? They end it by burning some dude to a crisp, up in smoke, a baby face, mind you. It wasn't even they burnt a heel to a crisp on Christmas. So then I'm watching Raw, and they literally open up saying, it's a holiday edition of Monday Night Raw. And I thought, oh, man, bunch of babyface wins here today. Hi, Paisley. <laughs> Running. We had a run in here by, by Paisley. Babyface so, running. I watched the show, and the holiday edition, heel goes over, heel goes over, heel goes over, heel goes over. Heel, and I'm not even joking, five times the heel went over. And so finally this leads me to the big announcement that on Christmas Day, Sami Zayn defends the Intercontinental title against Big E. Actually, there's three title matches on the show, but I don't think Kevin Owens is beating Roman Reigns in the cage match. And we don't even know who the tag team championships are going to be defended against. But Charlotte's on the team, so no one's beating them right now. So I thought, okay, one happy ending on SmackDown. Big E is going to beat Sami Zayn. He's going to win that title. Now, after the after the cremation on Sunday and the heel wins on Raw, now I'm not even sure, Lance. So if you had to take a guess, do you think Big E's winning this title on Christmas or are we? Or will our hopes be dashed? I hope to God Big E's. Like, Big E should be winning even if it wasn't Christmas, in my opinion. I, I think... You know, when they broke up New Day, there was all the hype and interest in giving Big E that push that he, everyone feels he deserves. And I agree. I think he'd be a good, you know, top baby face. They need some top baby faces. And uh, I'd like to think on Christmas Day, they're going to make us happy with uh, a, a, uh, a Big E celebration. One would hope. Well, I certainly hope so. So very quickly, everybody, yesterday, if you if you missed the Raw show, you should thank your lucky stars. So, and by the way, just to remind all of you, I mean, this was the show where last week they did the all-time record low rating, and so they had six days to come up with a plan to turn things around. This is what they came up with. So we had a big, long segment with Charlotte that was interrupted by Nia and Shayna, and then Mandy and Dana, and this led to a match which, God bless everybody involved, I thought this was one of the worst Raw matches of the entire year. It was just... Dana and Mandy, God bless them, they could not do anything in this match. Even, like, of all people, Nia was like a ring general here in this match. That should tell you something about this one. And then the heels won. We had the Hurt Business celebrating their title win, which led to Jeff Hardy and Matt Riddle coming out to set up a match for later. Angel Garza beat Drew Gulak. He'll win. We had a Miz TV segment with Miz and AJ and all of these different dudes here in Long story short, this also led to a six-man in the main event with three baby faces, Drew McIntyre, Keith Lee, and Sheamus, who, like, they can't get along. Well, that that's the thing that I think struck me the most watching this show is 
there were so many little things that by placing them where they were made me less interested in what was coming up next. Like right when the women's tag match started, they announced that the women's tag team champions are fighting Lacey and Peyton. And I was like, oh, I thought this match was for to determine who was going to face them. So it felt like they made that opening tag match less important as soon as it started by saying that tag champs are fighting somebody else. And then the other thing I, th I thought really interesting is that it used to be a thing that, you know, back in my day, you'd always hate when you were in a backstage segment or a talking segment before your match because it kind of killed your pop because they got to see you already. And there was several inches, almost every match where we saw guys once or twice before their match, which if I've seen you twice, I'm less excited to see you that third time. And then equally with the main event, with the three baby faces, especially after we didn't have any for so long, fighting throughout the whole show, it's like it made me less interested in the main event because I was less suspecting a babyface win. So I, I think those little things are contributing to lack of interest in the matches and later in the show. I think they could be hurting ratings. Well, the other interesting thing, you mentioned the Charlotte dealer. Charlotte, like literally she was being challenged for the titles and then another team came out. And so she essentially said, like, you guys wrestle. Like the way that Charlotte explained it as a viewer, you thought it was a number one contenders match. And then, yes. I mean, it wasn't. And the other thing too, yes, when when you do a long talking segment and it's just talk and talk and talk and talk and, and then you set up a match... Like, normally, as a viewer, I think, okay, I sat through all that talking. At least now we're going to get the match. So when they did the long talking segment and then sent everybody to the back, and then we go to another talking segment, it's like Angel Garza backstage, I'm like, can I have a match already? And then I don't have the time, but there was like, what, 10 minutes of wrestling in two hours once we actually got the match? It was like a very low uh, amount of wrestling that we actually got on this show. And it's very difficult for me to sit through all of this talking. And then when they finally get in the ring, it's like, you know, the Ricochet T-Bar match. What was that, two minutes after all of this talking? And, yes, Ricochet, once again, got beaten by somebody in Retribution. He's losing to everybody on Retribution and root to the top guy in Retribution, which, I mean, knowing them, he'll win, which... Doesn't make it's, any the, sense. it's the reverse gauntlet match. You lose everyone till the end, and then if you don't win any of them, you have to join. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and then he goes on on Raw Talk afterwards, and, like, it's Charlie, R-Truth, and Ricochet, okay? And Ricochet's like a comedy guy, and so he's, like, trying to give Ricochet a pep talk, but it's like a bunch of comedy stuff. And then Charlie's actually really good. She's asking these probing questions, and she's like, Dude, you know, you've lost. I mean, why not join? And then she even says, you know, Ricochet, if you join Retribution, maybe, like, your good deeds could rub off on them. Maybe you could make a difference. And I thought, we never see any deep thinking like that on the actual television show, but we see it on Raw Talk. And literally, they bring him to tears. He's crying about his lot in life on Raw. I was like, oh, my God. So we had Riddle and Jeff Hardy versus Lashley and MVP. Lashley beats Jeff Hardy. Another heel win. Grand Metalik and Jackson Riker. Jackson Riker beats a guy. Another heel win. One minute. Randy Orton comes out to celebrate burning some bloke to death. Burnt him to a crisp. He's celebrating. He couldn't be happier. And then the lights go out and 
I had some big argument with somebody on the Twitch feed here a couple of, like, a week ago. And they were so mad at me for having the temerity to say that Alexa Bliss is playing, like, an 11-year-old. Dude, they shut the lights off, and they come back on, and she's on a swing set, a fake playground in the middle of the ring, swinging back and forth, asking Randy Orton to come to the playground and play with her. She's making jokes about the, the fiend being burnt to a crisp. And then she promises that he'll be back. Oscar and Charlotte versus Peyton and Lacey. They, Babyface finally won two minutes and 22 seconds into the show. And then we had the bizarre street fight where everybody politely tagged in and out and obeyed all the rules. We'll talk about this more after the break. Observer Live. Hello and welcome back to the Ronnie Deutsch Tax Program. On the line is Paul from California. Hi, Paul. What's your tax problem today? Hi, Ronnie. Love your show. Listen, I've got a big problem. You see, my paycheck was garnished last week, and I'm only getting half the normal amount. To make matters worse, the IRS froze my bank account. Listen, I'm embarrassed and scared. I need some help. Listen, Paul, you don't need to feel embarrassed. You just need some tax help. And the great news is the IRS has some unbelievable programs that can eliminate your tax tax debt so you don't have to worry about having your paycheck garnished or your bank levied. Doesn't that sound great? It sure does, Ronnie. Then do yourself a huge favor and get a free consultation right now and tell them the tax lady sent you. 855-715-5721. 855-715-5721. That's 855-715-5721. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I, I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. 
Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Man, even the voiceover guy is confused, Lance. He thinks you're Mike. Yeah, can't tell I'm so much better looking. Might be the dumb hat. Did that Honestly, if he shaved, he might look like you. I don't nice. know what that guy looks like with no beard. <laughs> true, very true. Mike and I are actually uh, brothers from a different mother, I guess. Have you ever grown a beard, Lance? Yes. Really? Not a, much of one, but as much of one as, like, I would say not quite as long as the one you have currently. I was going to say but... better or worse than this. That's about it. It's it's not a particularly great one. I did have the goatee for a brief period of time uh, wrestling, but uh, not for very long. Hmm. You know, I think I'm going to keep this uh, beard until I get vaccinated. That's my new plan. So, ah, it's like yeah. at, at my wedding, Jericho had a playoff beard. It looked like crap, but he said he wouldn't shave it until the, you know, whatever team he was cheering for was out of the playoffs. So we have Jericho with a really playoff beard in our wedding photos because he was uh, part of the wedding party. And then, like, two days after the wedding, he shaved his beard. And I'm like, oh, did your team lose? He's like, no, I just got tired of it. There was actually one year where I think in, like, I'd say late August, I started growing a beard, and I didn't. I was not going to cut it till spring. And I think I lasted till January. And it was a pretty impressive beard. You're all going to find out, because I'm probably not being vaccinated for quite a while now. Any other thoughts on this Raw show, Lance? And we'll see what the people have to say. Uh, I I think one of the things that struck me is they always do the Christmas-themed match. But traditionally, and again, maybe I haven't been paying enough attention the last few years, but I know back when I was on the roster, it's like they tended to do the the candy cane-colored kendo sticks, the plate of cookies, the the presents, and the Christmas trees. Like, they do that with like 24-7 guys or back when the cruiserweights weren't really treated i guess you know like the 205 guys where it's like the less significant important talent if you will it's you know it's a bit disrespectful i don't mean to be but not the main eventers would do the christmas theme gaga bump into the presents get you know eggnog thrown on them not the main event guys which i thought was striking watching you know the main event uh, of raw last night that you know these are the stars that are to draw the ratings weekly and the buy rates and the network and stuff. And they're the ones out there with the candy cane kendo sticks and bumping an eggnog. I just thought it was odd. Yeah, there were definitely uh, definitely bumps and eggnog last night. I mean, listen, I've said this for, for days now, and I stand by it. Like, all of the wrestlers, well, Mandy and Dana might be the exception. And they were trying. They were trying. But, like, aside from that, I mean, everybody, they work so hard, and the matches have been good. It's just mired in all of this whatever. And it kind of frustrates me, but I don't want to be a broken record and say the same thing that I say on every single show. There you go. But they did have at least a a couple new people back trying to uh, get wins and get over, I guess. We did get uh, our Lothario back with a win, and... Again, I don't know if he would be my choice of a guy to to pick to push, but Jackson Riker was on and got a strong push, and I'm assuming they're trying to get him over, so that's a positive. I did laugh at the Jackson Riker deal because 
you got a drifter who's a big jacked up dude who is not very good in the ring. I mean, he's fine, but I mean, you're not going to get a great match out of the drifter. I've never seen one. And so now they brought Jackson Riker. So like the drifter is like his manager because like Jackson Riker's doing all the wrestling now, but Jackson Riker works exactly like the drifter. You know what I'm saying? He just doesn't play the guitar. Yeah, it's like literally exactly the same. So now it's like, oh, if only we could have the drifter wrestle and play the guitar. Oh, we can't. Oh, let's just get another drifter. So they got this other guy doing his wrestling gimmick, and he plays the guitar on the top turnbuckle. Ay, ay, ay. So they announced that coming up here in a couple of weeks, they're doing a Night of Legends again. They're bringing back all, no offense, Lance, the old guys coming back here. And it's what they always do when they need a one-night pop. And I don't know how well it's going to do. I mean, it's the first Raw of the new year. And if you recall last year, I mean, AW had that infamous night where, like, the Dark Order beat up all the main eventers and everybody freaked out and they called it a turning point and there, there were these terrible numbers. And then the first AW of the new year, the thing blew up. And it's going to be a little different for Raw because they still have football competition. But I do expect that the first Raw of 2021 just being the first raw of 2021 holidays are over i think it's going to do a decent number with nothing and now they're adding the legends so i think that's it's probably going to do very well but to me dude you got to shoot some royal rumble angles on that show you got to do something to get all of those people that tune in to see the old folks wanting to tune in to see the young folks the following week well the thing i'm curious about and i haven't had a real chance to think about it because i didn't I was I watched on DVR, so I skipped through anything that wasn't current new content. So I didn't notice they're doing the Legends thing. But what I'm curious about, because I personally don't have an idea, it's like, what do you do with them? Like they've they've played the Legends card quite a few times, and it's like, okay, you can put Ric Flair on Miz TV, but it's like, what's the purpose? What's the angle? Like, you, other than just saying, hey, we're having Legends here, they need to have a purpose on the show. And I'll be curious what they come up with. Hopefully they have something other than, you know, where they just have a backstage segment where Ron runs in and goes, damn. And then, you know, Flair walks by and goes, woo. It's like there needs to be a purpose. So hopefully they have. And again, they've got a little bit of time. But to come up with a reason why they're there other than, hey, here's Legends. So um, it'll be interesting. Like maybe they can, because they didn't really have one last year, maybe they can announce that they are doing a Hall of Fame this year. And then they can have some kind of tie-in with these legends to, you know, the the Hall of Fame a year in the, or two years in the making, I guess, now. Maybe they can tie it in that way somehow. But I'm all for seeing the legends. It's just they need to have a purpose on the show. I like seeing the legends too, but, I mean, I think this is the third. Well, I guess this would be the new year, so we'd start over again. But I think twice already this year they've gone back to the legends deal. And if I recall, like, both times it was nothing it was either i mean usually with the legends it's either they do nothing segments with them backstage scattered throughout the show or like i, I can't even remember the circumstances but wasn't there that one year that dx like beat up a bunch of the current guys or something ridiculous like that anyway you have no memories of kevin green never worked with him i have memories of watching him on television but he wasn't in wcw when i was there so i never would have met the man um, certainly saw, I would have saw probably all of his matches and so forth that he had in WCW. He was, 
he was a hyped up, uh, excited guy, but you could tell he loved wrestling, which, you know, really shows like they've brought outsiders in, you know, everyone has WCW, WWE, you name it. And it's like, you can tell the guys that truly love wrestling and were fans. And you could tell he was just super excited and Jack to be there and seemed like a pretty good guy. Yeah, I remember when we watched, and I didn't watch everything because we were only watching the retro Raw and Nitro, so we didn't actually watch the pay-per-views. Although, tonight, Brian and Vinny and Craig show, it's the Invasion pay-per-view, everybody, so get ready for that. Buckle up for that one. But anyway, so Kevin Green was always entertaining to me. I always thought he was a lot of fun. He reminded me, he didn't remind me, obviously, the first time I watched it, but going back and watching it, I was like, this guy is, is Mojo Rawley. He's the football player. He's got unlimited energy. He's completely out of his mind. He's yelling and screaming and and just so wacky. And then he actually was decent in the ring. He wasn't, like, great. But for a guy that had no experience, he looked like one of those guys that grew up a fan, probably of the Crockett territory, watched all of these great workers, and was able to get in there and recreate some moves, and he knew how to do a promo. It wasn't, like, a great promo, but it was it was fun now, I always had fun watching Kevin Green, and he did look like a guy that if he had decided to do pro wrestling instead of football, like he would have been great at it, but we'll never know. Yeah, I think he's one of the, the guys that I think succeed, like a great athlete that watched wrestling, but also one that had a degree of reckless abandon where he wasn't afraid to get hit, he wasn't afraid to get hurt. Mongo had that too, where he was just a big, tough dude that had a bit of a, I don't give a darn attitude and was willing to just get in there and throw hands and do stuff which made it fun i mean mongo everyone's talking about mongo because obviously they teamed together they feuded etc kevin green was way better than mongo there was something about mongo where some guys dave brings us up all the time where you know so and so is a great athlete like they should be good at this and to me you could be a great athlete but still not be good at pro wrestling I mean, there's, there's athletes are athletes. I mean, just because you were great at playing volleyball doesn't mean you could be a gymnast, or just because you were great at gymnastics doesn't mean... Mongo was a guy that he didn't move very well, he was stiff. It was just a great athlete that it did not translate to pro wrestling. But that Where, was his charm. I loved it. It was his charm. It was so <laughs> funny to watch him. He was like a living cartoon character, taking the goofiest bumps and the way he'd fall down. And But he was terrible. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was, was fun, he was, but he was terrible. He was great, but Kevin Green was more orthodox, shall we say. Yes, Kevin Green, it's like, oh, this is how you do a hip toss, and he'd do it right. Mongo, this is how you take a hip toss. I mean, he'd take it like he was carved out of stone. Just go ass over tea kettle. SmackDown. 1.030 million viewers on FS1. The last couple of times, they did 880,000 and 888,000. So I figured it was going to be below that if you look at year-over-year -year declines. But, man, they were way up, over a million. And as noted yesterday, I mean, you can get mad right before the break. SmackDown 1 in total viewers. Main demo, persons 18 to 49, men 18 to 49, women 18 to 49. All of those were won by AW on Wednesday. Now I'm going to go to a break. Dr. Tomatoes, Observer Live.
Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt, call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. It's great advice. Plus, when you make this free call now, we have debt destroyer experts ready to help. They can show you how to destroy your debt and get your life back on track. Debt problems don't have to be overwhelming. You can live stress-free and debt-free. Credit cards, medical bills, IRS tax problems, even student loan debt. Learn about free programs offered by the credit card companies, hospitals, and even the government that can help slash your debt. Call the Debt Destroyer now for free information. Call now. 877 360 Listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Lance Storm, Lance P. Storm here on the air today. You're never going to get that right, are you? You know, somebody sent me an email that I'm not going to read it, but they asked a question, which I mean, I think we've all thought about it, but I was really thinking about it, and holy smokes. You realize that Vince's father died a long time ago. I was like seven. That's a long time ago. His mother, Vince McMahon's mother, is still alive. She's like 101 years old or something like that. So it's possible 
that Vince is still going to be running this company when he's 85 years old. They just run a number. Imagine 10 years from now. I think about this show now when this guy's 75. Can you imagine when this guy's 85 years old trying to write a show to attract the 18 to 49 demo? You're welcome to plead the fifth, Lance. <laughs> I fully expect him to. He's Vince's invincible. I expect him to be uh, alive and kicking and still probably able to uh, kick most people's butts at 95. God, this person goes, isn't Vince 85 right now? No, he's 75. He's only 75 years old. He could be he's... around easy another decade. If he's around as long as Granny's been doing this show, he's going to be around another 16 years at least. It's a long time. All right. Oh, very quickly, uh, this coming Wednesday. Well, actually, we got a lot of lineups here. So Wednesday for AEW and NXT. I'll get into that in a minute. Where the hell is all this stuff? Why is this so hard? I try and I try so hard to be prepared, Lance. And do you think shows will do better on Wednesday, as far as pre-Christmas, in that there's probably far fewer people traveling for Christmas? Do you think there'll be more people sitting home, watching their weekly Wednesday night war? Well, I mean, last. Let's just put it this way: air travel is only slightly down. There's still going to be a lot of people traveling for Christmas, and it. Once again, did hurt the AEW number. So I would expect that the AEW number is going to be affected this week by people traveling. Maybe NXT as well. AEW has the Young Bucks versus the Acclaimed. Jericho and MGF against Top Flight. Hikaru Shida versus an opponent to be announced. Pac versus The Butcher. Jurassic Express versus Colt Cabana 5 and 10. Dustin Rhodes versus Evil Uno. Dustin is going through the Dark Order one person at a time. We'll he's see. Doing, if he, he's doing it better than Ricochet. We'll see if he fares better than Ricochet. Yes, he has so far. And Kip Sabian and Penelope Ford's wedding date will be announced. NXT has a very Gargano Christmas, which, by the way, they put a graphic up for a very Gargano Christmas, and Indy Hartwell's in a neck brace, even though she wrestled on last week's show. Don't look at me. Oni Lorcan and Danny Burch against Killian Dane and Drake Maverick. An inexplicable street fight for the championships with a challenging team that hasn't been together in like two months now. Finn Balor and Kyle O'Reilly talk about their takeover match. Jake Atlas versus Swerve Scott. And the return of the Bronson Saurus, Bronson Reed. That's the lineup. Excited, Lance? You watching these shows? Uh, I, I watch AEW on delay, not live. Uh, NXT, as I've mentioned on the show we do Fridays. It falls by the wayside. It has ever since they've gone to USA because we don't get it on Wednesdays. So I have to wait for it to go up on the WWE Network, which I never know for sure when it does. Or we get a one-hour abbreviated edited version Fridays before SmackDown. So since we don't get the two-hour show on television and I never know when it goes on the network, it just falls by the wayside. God, this guy here said he thought dinosaurs were tall. Bro, you know nothing about dinosaurs? Dinosaurs were all different shapes and sizes. There was the Micropachycephalosaurus, the smallest dinosaur, but it had the longest name. There was the Argentinosaurus, which was the size of 10 elephants. Luchasaurus you want, is you want a tall. dinosaur lesson here on this show? I could go on for hours. I could bring Paisley and she'll tell you all about him. Luchasaurus is tall. Yeah, Luchasaurus is tall. Yeah, he's like a Diplodocus. 
All right, let's go I'll, to the... I'll take your word for it. Let's go to the... I guess he's more like a... I don't know what kind of dinosaur he is. He's kind of like a Tyrannosaurus, but he's got long arms. Does he's it make any sense? He is a Luchasaurus. That's true. All right. Oh, this person wants to know if trimming my beard is allowed. Well, we'll find out. Probably not, because I don't know how to trim my beard. It's usually all or nothing. So I'm just going to let it go. This person here says, I just realized a TLC World Championship match did not main event a TLC pay-per-view. That's true. But they it's hard to follow fire. It's hard to follow burning a guy to a crisp in the middle of the ring. It's hard to like, follow murder. Yeah, the ring's burnt to a crisp. Then what do you do? Tables, ladders, chairs, and ashes? A couple of things that caught my attention on Raw, this person says. How much you want to bet that Vince will change Angel Garza to just Garza in two weeks? Well... The good thing with Angel Garza is he's supposed to be playing a Lothario. And so Angel is a great first name. So I think he'll be lucky to have that one for a while. I think also, too, I, I think the women need to be able to call him by his first name. It doesn't seem too romantic to be referring to him by only his last name. Oh, Garza, you're so sexy. By the way, he still has not gotten one woman, this Lothario. Not one! He's in Lothario in training. He's still working on it. And he says, I find it funny that Retribution was a group that seek and destroy and made the announcers run in fear. Yet last night they just sat and stood next to the announcers. Well, they've changed their way since being signed. At least that's consistent. Money will do that to you. Yeah, they got contracts and they stopped beating everybody up. This person here says, dude, if I'm one of those legends, I'm not going anywhere near Raw. Randy Orton beat them all up last time, and he just got away with burning Bray to a crisp. That's right, he did. That was what happened in the last Legends show. Yeah, he had the night vision goggles and yes. attacked them in the dark. Yeah, <laughs> that was ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, he beat them all up. Now he's now he's a, an arsonist again. So, yeah, I wouldn't show up if I were a legend. I mean, for that and obvious reasons. You said that last year regarding getting new talent angles over, they did nothing. You're talking about the Legend show? Yes. Let's see here. A lot of people upset about uh, Jackson Riker, which they're going to be till the end of time, I'm sure. You know, WWE's answer to the low ratings is bringing back Carlito for Legends Night. I was surprised to see his name on there. Your favorite. Yeah. He doesn't like people that don't like to be cool. We do know that. Luckily, Bray... How many how many people are there that don't like or want to be cool? Like, just people who aren't, but most people want to. Actually, you know what Carlito should do is he should go to uh, should go to AEW. Because now, is it the Ascension that they're the coldest tag team? Remember that promo? Oh, right. Yes. yes. They definitely like to be cool. Yes. They can they confirm be that. I always preferred to be hot, personally. Man, everyone didn't seem to like that Raw person quit 20 minutes in i really liked the charlotte oscar tag team match I well, thought, dude i uh, liked every match on tlc like in the ring the actual wrestling yes but the the rest that we were surrounded with was did you how much of the pay-per-view did you watch all of it no i didn't have a chance uh i i did watch again the opener i thought was great um what's the second oh the sasha carmella match super over yeah what happened there it was good. It was really good. Well, okay, Lance, you were there until the pandemic. And if I recall correctly, Carmella had a good match 
in like January. I forget who it was with, but she had another one there. And, you know, in 2018, she was so bad I wanted to quit watching SmackDown. So something happened where she improved. Do you have any insight into this or nothing? I, I don't. I don't even I don't even have that many memories of Carmella being on the roster when I was there. Now, she may have been on SmackDown because I did more Raws than SmackDown. But it may have just been a case of, you know, her and Sasha had enough advance notice that they ha- had a chance to wrap their heads around it. And, again, Sasha's really good, too. Not to... You know, not to bury Carmella. She has a limited repertoire, but uh, Sasha's really good, and they both both did great. Person says, I know you don't like the term deserve, but Lana not only deserved to... I just figured it out. What? I just figured it out. So, this whole Lana thing, mm-hmm. I kept being told, was to babyface her. And to get her over as a baby face. And I watched it every week and I thought, in what universe is this going to get anybody over as a baby face? And I just figured it out. So they put her through the table 11 times or whatever. And then finally, the week before the pay-per-view, they injured her and took her out of the match. And then Charlotte Waltz is in. And Charlotte and Oscar win the tag titles, and Lana is nowhere to be seen. So I think the idea is they want you as a fan to be angry that she deserved it and didn't get it. How did I not see this before? So you're suggesting that the booking is the heel and Lana is the baby face. Yes, the you deserve it chant. They wanted people to think that she deserved this belt, and then they took it away from her, and that's like the psychology. And I have been getting people, this guy right here just sent a text in about how she earned it. She went through a table for three months. She should have been rewarded. That's the idea here. Like, it's not going to work, but now I get it. I get it now. Well, at least you understand. That's the important part. We'll Holy make the smokes. booking process the heel. Yes, we'll... they've done that a million times. That was the whole thing with Daniel Bryan. He deserved it, but they kept beating him. Now, granted, again, I, I, I agree with you that putting her through a table 11 times and having her win by standing on the steps is not the best babyface push in the world. But they did create a story that the logical end that a normal person would want is for her to put Nia through a table at TLC and win the tag team titles. Like, that did feel like where the story should go. Yes. So in that regard, it was a good book story to get you there. Now, again, I would have had Lana a stronger character along the way if I was the one in charge of it, but it was a logical story that could have paid off and perhaps... um, Got her a really big reaction had that happened, but uh, it didn't. Now, granted, the most over babyface character they've created in years was Becky, who got over big by telling a story that all the fans wanted Becky to be the one to get it, and they were giving it to Charlotte. Yes, and it turned Becky into the big baby. (laughs) Well, uh, yeah, but it was this case of they wanted Becky to be in that spot, and and Charlotte got it, and it made Becky even more over than she was. So uh, that's exactly what's happening here. They took Lana out, and Charlotte got the spot. Yeah, although I don't think Lana's going to catch fire like Becky did. But she's not going to, but here's the thing. So 
you know, when we did the the last AEW pay-per-view, it was me, Mike, and Denise, and we came on the show, and we previewed the Dynamite show. Denise and I picked every single solitary finish on the entire show. Mike missed one, okay? What do you expect? So, but the point is, when I watch AEW, my brain tries to process everything the way that pro wrestling has always been booked. But when you watch WWE, you have to totally, your brain has to work completely differently. You can't look at it the way that pro wrestling has always traditionally been booked. You have to look at it, and you have to try to think like Vince, which is practically impossible. But I feel that one of these days, I'm going to really figure it out. I'm really going to figure out his mindset and how he thinks. I feel like I had a breakthrough today with this Lana deal. But you can't look at it like, well, she got put through a table ten times. Now there's a pay-per-view that always has a tables match. You can't look at it like that. That's not how things work. Back in a moment, it's over live. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. 800-403-5912. 800 that's 800-403-5912. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, my heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, 
they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Uh, Mike Sempervivi, also WrestlingObserver.com. Actually, it's Lance. I spoiled the joke. Good job, yeah. Hey, this person wants to know, how is Carlito a legend? I'll tell you. So, WWE... You know, the WWE Universe isn't a universe. It's a branding term, as is the term legend. If you're somebody who has been in WWE over the last 40 years or whatever, and you're alive and you have not gone to the competition, you're a legend. That's it, right? Yes. Superstar is the term for current WWE roster members, and legend is the term for former WWE roster members yeah alicia fox is a legend kelly 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 i mean lance are gonna get mad that you mentioned two women so that was one woman carlito (laughs) he's a legend Mm -hmm. that's that's, i presume i might even be wow hey you might be except you're never invited to these things lance what's going on is it your association with me (laughs) she very well could be well lance you're a legend to me and all the Twitch homies here. There you go. So I want to thank you for doing the show today. Let's get some plugs out. Tell us about right. your SWA Virtual. Yeah, SWA Virtual Training. I'm offering one-on-one or small group uh, video training via Zoom. Uh, you can email inquiries to Training at gmail.com or follow me at Landstorm on Twitter. At Landstorm on Twitter is the easiest thing. And speaking of easy, what an easy hour. I want to thank you for doing the show here today. Thanks, Mike, as always, callers and listeners, all of our Twitch homies. Back later on tonight, Brian, Vinny, Craig, Granny. We have over a dozen Christmas songs tonight. But you can only hear this show as a subscriber. WrestlingObserver.com for audio. Video.f4wonline.com for video. And we'll talk to you next time, Wrestling Observer Live. <laughs>